If you travel by automobile along the highways and back roads of the American South and Midwest in the last half of the 20th century, there's a pretty good chance you saw a barn with a message imploring you to see Rock City, painted in white letters on a black roof. And people are still seeing Rock City today. That's next on this edition of Chattanooga Sidetracks. From Classic Country, Q97-399-3. Chattanooga Sidetracks. Looking at the places, people, and things that make the Chattanooga area so unique and special. Stick around as we get ready to travel another Chattanooga Sidetrack. The Chattanooga, Tennessee area is maybe most known around these United States for its tourist attractions, both natural and historic, especially those based on Lookout Mountain. One of the first of these was Rock City Gardens, as it was initially known. But what you may not know is how long that Rock City was in the making. In 1823, two missionaries, Daniel Buttrick and William Chamberlain, arrived in Chattanooga to minister to Native Americans that lived on Lookout Mountain. In August of 1823, Reverend Buttrick made a diary entry noting what he described as a citadel of rocks atop the mountain with huge boulders arranged in such a way as to afford streets and lanes. By the time of the Civil War, the area atop Lookout Mountain was already being referred to as the Rock City by those who had seen it. During the battle above the clouds on Lookout Mountain during the Civil War, both a Union officer and a Confederate nurse had made entries in their personal diaries that postulated that you could see seven states from the top of the rock summit on the mountain. The area remained well known to hikers and geologists for the rest of the 1800s. But it would be almost a quarter of a new century later when Rock City would become more than a geological curiosity. The transformation began with a man named Garnet Carter. Carter's family had moved from Sweetwater, Tennessee to a residence on Lookout Mountain when he was 11 years old in 1894. As an adult, Carter, who had been successful at several business ventures, came up with the idea of developing a residential neighborhood on the top of Lookout Mountain. He began developing his idea in 1924 and called the new community Fairyland because of his wife Frida's fascination with European folklore. Part of the area was to include a golf course, but construction was taking much longer than originally planned. Carter sought to appease the golfers during the wait by building what was the nation's first miniature golf course. The course was a huge hit, and Carter franchised his concept all over the country in what became the beginnings of Tom Thumb Golf. At the same time, Carter's wife Frida had an idea for another project. The Rock City area was inside the 700 acres of the Fairyland development, and Frida Carter wanted to develop that area into one of the most expansive rock gardens ever. As Garnet Carter's Tom Thumb golf venture suffered major setbacks when the Great Depression hit, he turned his attention to his other business interests. He believed Frida's idea about Rock City had good potential. Frida began mapping and marking a trail that wound its way around and through the various nooks and crannies of the giant rock formations, ending at the very large outcropping known as Lover's Leap. She also transplanted many plants and flowers along the trail along with statues of gnomes and famous fairy tale characters. Garnet believed that the extensive rock garden was so interesting that people would pay to see it. 
So, Rock City Gardens opened as an attraction on May 21, 1932. But things moved slowly at first, due to the fact that Rock City was not on a well-traveled path. In order to promote the new attraction, Carter came up with one of the greatest advertising ideas of all time. He hired a sign painter named Clark Byers and sent him out to travel the highways of that day and offer to paint a farmer's barns. The painting was done for free for the barn owners in exchange for allowing three words to be painted on the barns in black and white. See Rock City. The signs appeared on barns as far north as Michigan and as far west as Texas, and the advertising worked as hoped. By the end of the 1930s, more traveling visitors than ever had seen Rock City Gardens. As the years have gone by, several features have been added to the original Rock City. These include Fairyland Caverns, Mother Goose Village, Cornerstone Station, and more shops and restaurants. Among the long-standing points of interest at Rock City, are the legendary view of seven states from Lover's Leap at 1,700 feet above sea level, a 140-foot waterfall, the Needle's Eye, a 1,000-ton balanced rock, and the swing-along bridge and stone bridge. The gardens at Rock City have grown to include more than 400 different species of wildflowers, shrubs, and trees indigenous to the area. Today, more than 500,000 people each year come from all over the world to see Rock City. Join us next time as we travel another Chattanooga Sidetrack. And don't forget to subscribe to Chattanooga Sidetracks on our website at twanglife.net with classic country Q97399.3.